Want to go on a road trip? Then hitch your ride with Hayley. Would you go with me? If we were lost in fields of clover. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. To hitch, welcome to Hitch a Ride with Hayley. It's me, Hayley Wheatley, and I'm back for another week. Uh, today is the 17th of March, so happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. What have you got planned today uh, or tonight? Are we still in lockdown? It means we can't celebrate too much, but we have a fantastic day lined up for you here on Line Dancer Radio with lots of great shows coming and 
a St. Patrick's Day special on the horizon too, which I'll tell you a little bit more about later. But I'm so excited because today is my 50th show anniversary. That means I've done 50 whole shows since I joined Line Dancer Radio. I can't believe it. it it's just flown past. Um, I'm really excited, I've got to say. Uh, it's quite a special week for me as well because I get to celebrate my birthday this weekend, so I'll be another year older. And uh, today I really want to bring you on a journey a little bit with me into things that I love, and that is language. Um, as many of you know, if you've joined me, I've talked about going back to school and studying language because I absolutely love it, the English language language too, uh, etymology, the history of words, and it can be a little boring. I know that. It's my love. But I'm going to take you on that journey with me today, and hopefully you'll find it as fun as I do when we go through some of the facts about the different languages around the world and those that people speak. First of all, though, I want to talk about cultural profiles. And before I do so, I'm just going to check and see who is hitchhiking with us today in the chat room, because I can see lots of lovely, familiar faces all on board with us. Uh, it's great to have you all in. Sandra Burns, hello to you. She says, hi, have a safe Patrick's Day, uh, St. Patrick's Day, everybody. And Jim Stankiewicz is in. He says, good morning from this Polish leprechaun. Sandra Burns has got another great gif there as she welcomes us in. Top of the morning to you. Good day. And Sarah Jalkinen says, hi, Hayley. I'll be listening. We also have Daniel Dykemans with us too. Good morning, Hayley and everyone. So I'm hoping we're going to have lots join in today because what I really want to do, first of all, is hear a little bit about your cultural profile um, this is what I've been doing about in, in college. I have been learning a lot about what makes us us. Um, and uh, I find it so interesting that I would love to learn a little bit more about you in this respect. Uh, I can see Julie Lockton checking in the chat room too. Gorgeous. Hola, Haley. Buenos dias. Ah, so we got some Spanish to start us off and kick us off today. Um, okay, I am going to talk a little bit about cultural profiles after this next one. That first track I played today is a great new dance. It's choreographed by Jill Weiss and it's still learning to fly. Very appropriate as I think we all can relate to that at one moment or another. There's always a new journey that we're setting out upon ready to spread our wings and I feel like coming out of lockdown is a little bit like that. I'm feeling ready to spread my, my wings a little bit further. I don't know if anyone feels the same as me. Okay so while we're going to have a little bit of self-reflection coming up I'm going to play this next one. This is a Tina Argyle one. One I've always loved. It's a Travis Tritt song and it's called I See Me. How we got that G.I. Joe in the church this morning I don't know but he ain't listening to the preacher Like his mama told him to She's wanting me to cross the aisle Go sit over there with him a while Make him turn around and sit up straight Stop playing in the pew It's strong and a heart full of dreams And I look at him and I'm so amazed I'm so proud and I'm so free That the apple didn't fall quite far enough from the tree Yeah, I look at him and I see me 
already says when he grows up he's gonna have a big old truck and i can see him getting stuck on some private property he'll take chances he'll take dares and keep his mama and me scared today goes out at night No, I bet we'll never sleep I guess I get what my dad got from me Cause I look at him and I see a team Having fun doing stupid things I see roadblocks I see mistakes I see heartbreak he can't see I look at him and I'm so so proud and so free That the apple didn't fall quite far enough from the tree Oh, I look at him and I see me I look at him and I see me Breaking down one day As he packs up all his things track that one and we're kicking off today with a little bit of self-reflection so that's why I see me was just the perfect track to squeeze in and we're welcoming a few more in the chat room it's lovely to see uh, hello Ross Brown he says good morning Hayley and fellow listeners happy 50th show I've already got my gear set up today so I can listen to you in full hope everyone is well that's lovely Ross uh, very excited to listen to your show too today on this lovely St Patrick's Day Phil Wheatley is with us wishing us a good show and Mike Stringer is saying good morning Haley and listeners he says I'm covering the reception desk in work today so I get to listen to your lovely voice and fab tracks in the background that's great Mike he says happy St Patrick's Day and 50th show anniversary. and he mentions it's also an anniversary for me he says I've been dancing 32 years today 32 years, Mike. You must have been two when you started. That's amazing. Happy anniversary to you, too, or dance-aversary, I should say. Oh, how lovely to have Angela Driver in the house with us this morning. Oh, lovely. My travel buddy, she says, good morning, Hayley, and happy birthday for Saturday. Thank you, Angela. Uh, some great gifs popping up i'm loving these all these 50th gifs as always sandra burns you are the queen of gifs they're fantastic in the chat room um i'm just tagging joan ord in too because i noticed a little hello from a on another post for the chat so it's great to have you with us listening as well too joan all right I want to talk about cultural profiles. Now, this is just something I have really had to investigate and do an assignment on, actually. And I found it so interesting that I really was interested in finding out a little bit more about yours. So everybody all around the world has a cultural profile. This is what makes you, you. And of course, it's very much come under the spotlight. I won't go back to it again, but the whole Meghan and Harry thing, uh, race, 
nationalities, everything. What really makes you you can be an influence of lotus. It can be things such as religion, your ancestry, which you, you cannot get away from, indeed your skin colour, which language you speak, your class, and believe me, class does still exist, your education, your profession, your skills. Of course, we all share this skill of line dancing, which is why we're here, uh, so we can definitely relate to that. Your family, it could be your family experiences, your political attitudes, and it can just be who you spend time with that really influences you and makes you you. So I'm going to tell you about my cultural profile and then I would really love it if you dare take a chance to just tell me a little bit about yours in the chat room. It can be anything that makes you you. So, my name is Hayley Wheatley. I was born in England to an English mother and a Scottish father. So I am a little bit mixed up there <laughs> with my two different parents from different countries, but both United Kingdom. And I actually had a genetics test and I found out a lot of my history comes from Scotland, Ireland, but also Europe, a little bit across the border of mainland, across the border of Spain, and a little bit of Swedish back in my history bloodline. I was raised a Mormon, so so I do have a lot of influences in my life from different religions because I went to a Church of England primary school and a Catholic secondary school. So I definitely have a lot of mixed Christian influences in my life, although I've got to be honest now, I don't go to church. I'm slightly on the agnostic side. I'm a doubting Thomas, I would say. Uh, my accent is a little bit mixed and this is due to my different influences in my life. My father, of course, was Scottish, so I don't necessarily speak like someone from the northeast of England. English, England. I have this little quirk in my accent and that's a little bit from living over in Canada and living in Yorkshire too. I kind of just became a medley. Of course, I married someone who doesn't have a northern accent either and my mother raised me to be quite... Um, well, I, uh, I, I had to watch my elocution because uh, she, she was an English teacher and uh, she came from a middle class family. Um, so my nan had me speaking correctly. So I think that's why my accent is a little different. Every now and then you'll hear me say something very northernly, though. You'll hear me drop an H or, or do something somewhere. Um, but I love it. I love where I live. Uh, although I, I would love to have moved around a lot more than I have. Um, and, uh, you know, um, when it comes to class, well, I'll just like mine large stemmed full of Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> oh, sorry, did I say class? I meant glass. Now, this is just a little bit of what makes me me, and this is this is me introducing myself to you on a different level. Of course, you all know I love line dance, and you know, all know I have three kids and all my hobbies, but, but this is where I was raised. This is where my bloodline is. So if you dare, you know what? I would really, really love if you would share a little bit of your cultural profile with me today. Tell me a little bit about you. Where do you come from? Where do your parents come from? Where do you think your heritage comes from? In fact, where does your name come from? Um, and already I've seen this in the chat room. J Jim said to me, um, the, the Polish leprechaun. I mean, that's very cl clearly a Polish name you've got there, Jim. It takes me a little bit of a while to pronounce it. Um, and, and of course, uh, I've spoke to you before about this, Jim. I pronounce it often with a, a V instead of a W because I can see that Polish influence there. And uh, I was a Kennedy. I was born Haley Kennedy. If you look back at my first dances, you'll see uh, there is a Kennedy, <laughs> Kennedy influence there. 
Um, I'll always be a Kennedy. Um, the name, of course, means ugly head if you look at the tartan, uh, which is very, very nice. Um, but it was, uh, it's, an, it's a Scottish-Irish name, and I'm very proud of my heritage, very proud of the Kennedy tartan, which is the tartan that we bring into our house if, if we need to. Uh, yeah, so this, this is me, but what is you? What is you guys? I would really love to know a little bit about in the chat room. Where are you from? What are your influences? It can be even religious or political or anything. I just want to know about what makes you you come from. So as I play this next song, feel free to type away if you dare just a little bit as much or as little. Just share a little if you don't feel confident sharing a lot about that today. And uh, let me just say, I'm just proud to have a lot of friends like you. Your sleeves. You got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now. Some heavy ammunition for your camp. You got some power. Hazard. And how? All you gotta do is rub that lamp. And I'll say, Mr. Aladdin, sir, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, put it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. Hey, hey, hey. Life is your restaurant, and I'm your maitre d. Come on, whisper what it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. choreographed by Debbie O'Hara and it's a great great dance uh check it out and there's some great uh, Aladdin gifs popping up in the chat room too and hello Willie Brown thank you for joining us great to have you with us today too great show this morning so I was just talking a little bit about cultural profiles I was inviting you if you want to share anything please do share with me in the chat room where you come from what your history is do you uh, have you have you uh, changed your name at any point what are your political sidings do you have a religion what about your school did it make you who you are I really want to learn a little bit about you today and we are going to 
to go mainly into languages. So I would love to know as well, in the chat room, most importantly, does anyone speak a second language? Now, I know many of you, uh, English isn't necessarily even your first language. So there's definitely a scope for different languages popping up here. So again, just let me know in the chat room. We are going to talk languages today and I'm hoping to learn a little bit more about you guys in the process, a little bit more about where you so feel free to share away with me. We're going to have a little bit more now as we talk about speaking languages and different things. We're going to go into a speak to the sky indeed. Speak to the sky whenever things go wrong And you'll know you're not talking to the air To the air And the world will look better from up there Speak to the sky cause things can get you down And you'll know when you're talking to the Lord To the Lord does not always rhyme I always try to find some time to speak to the sky and tell you how I feel and you know sometimes what I say ain't right it's alright cause I speak to the sky every night favorite love that one okay I'm gonna just before I jump into the chat room have a little look at some of the exciting things that are coming up on LDR today remember to stay tuned all day for this St. Patrick's Day special fantastic day of party Time to go around the world with Ross Brown. Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 p.m. here on Line Dancer Radio. Around, 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 around the world. Rocky, 
It's all about our bands with Nikki Napier, a fortnightly show featuring our line dance bands and vocalists, including guest appearances. Wednesdays, 2 p.m. UK time. The New Line with Michael, a unique show featuring modern, funky and advanced line dances. Tune in on Wednesdays, 5 to 7 p.m. on Line Dancer Radio. Wednesday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Line Dancer Radio. Back to back with Kathy. Keep it here. Keep it Line Dancer Radio. Join Adrian Checkley for the Country Loving Line Show. Every day I live, try my best to give all I have to you. Every Wednesday from 9 to 11 p.m. UK time. For the smoothest songs from country artists new and old. Exclusively on Line Dancer Radio. As I said before, we've got a fantastic day lined up for you. As soon as I finish today, Ross Brown is going to be here with Around the World. He is going to take you to 12 o'clock. Following that, we have the wonderful Nikki Napier in the house. She is going to take you from 2 till 3.30 with All About the Bands Live. From 3.30, we have our St. Patrick's Day special. This is with Adrian Checkley, and it is live. It's going to be till 5 o'clock. I'm so excited about that one. Following Adrian, Michael Lynn will be with you as normal for the new line at 5 till 7. And at 7 o'clock, you'll have back-to-back with Kathy Hodgson live. And then when Kathy finishes at 9, you'll be back with Adrian for his regular country love in line. Oh, what a day. What a jam-packed day. So don't go anywhere. Keep us on. Even if you're just in the background, I have some shopping to do later. But I can't I can't wait to have LDR blasting away through the speakers as I go. All right, I'm going to come to the chat room and I'm quite excited about this. I've been talking about cultural profiles and what makes you you. And I would really love to know about who you are, where you came from. I just give you a little intro into my life, why I maybe talk a little bit more differently uh, to normal people in the northeast of England. Um, I can always, you know, drop my H's. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think I can fake it, actually, but I can try. Um, but I am a bit of a, a, a mixed breed. I'm, I'm half English, half Scottish, um, with lots of different influences. What makes you you? Where do you come from? I'm so excited. I can't wait to read these responses. Um, I am going to welcome a few more of you in. Hello, Suzanne Dingwall. She says, good morning, Hayley and fellow listeners tuned in. Uh, listening it's 8 50 p.m there wow minty oh is having a whinge because she's been put to bed oh bless her um she says i speak australian and that's a language in itself it is and it's a beautiful accent actually suzanne a beautiful beautiful accent love the aussie accent uh david thomas is saying morning all too um sandra burns is saying hayley i speak english scottish and french <laughs> and French is in inverted commas. So I know what type of French you speak. Fantastic. Thank you, Sandra. Uh, Mike Stringer is here. He's saying, I was born in North Wales, but both my biological parents were from Darlington, County Durham. Oh, Mike, that's right up where I live. Um, he says, my stepdad was from Warwickshire. 
My birth name was Kirby, but changed to Stringer when my stepdad adopted me in 1995. What a lovely story. The only other language I'm fluent in, he says, is sarcasm. <laughs> Love it. Well done, Mike. Thank you. HP uh, Lowe is with us. Uh, another great comment here. He says, I was born in Malaysia. My parents migrated from China many years ago, and as such, I speak three languages, a Chinese dialect, Malay, and of course, English. I love my heritage and would love to find out my lost uh, find out about my lost relatives in China with the help of modern technology. I'm attempting to draw up a large family tree presently, and the family is large. I can imagine lived most of my life away from Malaysia, although I do visit regularly. HP, that's a fantastically interesting cultural profile. I love it. Um, and I must recommend the Ancestry DNA test. I did say at the start, I actually found out I have um, a little bit of Swedish in my history, which I didn't know. Um, it took me through France, a little bit of northern Spain in the European, oh, G Germanic area, a lot of um, Germanic uh, influence too, and a little bit of Swedish. So it was really interesting to do that. So, so give that a crack if you want to look into that. Uh, it's something really fun to look into. Uh, Suzanne, <laughs> I, you stumbled. Oh, <laughs> and Joe Nord is saying this is, uh, she's got a picture of a tartan here. It's the McNeil of Barra tartan. And my brother changed his surname to McNeil to maintain the name. And that, again, is a lovely story about your cultural profile. Thank you, Joan. Uh, Andika Jordan says, good morning, Hayley Wheatley and fellow listeners. Now, of course, talking back about cultural profiles as well, um, talking about adopting and changing names, that is a very important part of cultural profiling because it's not just about who you are and who you're born to be. It's about who you become and who you make yourself. And I'm a strong believer that those things are just as important as the roots. The plant itself is the most important part, although the roots it grows from can be influential. Uh, Sinead, lovely to have you with us. Good morning, Hayley and fellow listeners. Just listening while getting ready for treatment and training. Happy St. Patrick's Day and 50th show anniversary. And Sinead's sharing some of her history too. She says, I'm Scottish-born, Scottish mother, English father. Oh, you're back to front from me, Sinead, with my, with my Scottish father and my English mother. Um, she says, brought up mostly in Northeast England. We have a lot in common. Uh, have Scandinavian, Scandinavian ancestry from Viking era, era. Snap! I'm getting excited now because uh, we have a lot in common, Sinead. Norwegian or Danish Viking king living in southwest Norway now for almost 40 years. That's such a long time. My ex uh, was half Welsh, half Norwegian, and I love this country. Uh, I speak Norwegian fluently and used to speak French too. The best subject at school back in the day. Fantastic, fantastic profile there. Thank you so much, Sinead, for sharing that with me. Uh, Judith Kennedy's in the house. This is my mum. She must have heard me talking about her. She says, Happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. That's from her. And Andika Jordan is saying, I was born in Hungary and live in Switzerland. That's really cool. My grandparents are Jewish, Gypsy and Hungarian. That's a really exciting mix. Ah, see, I'm so excited reading these. This is fantastic. Um, <laughs> I'm just waiting for Jim's GIF to load as well, uh, but here's my number two. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic, everyone. Thank you so much for sharing those with us. If anyone else would like to share anything, do, do so. Uh, I'll continue to check back into the chat room. 
Okay, I'm going to talk languages. And now this is something that really fascinates me. If I'm not talking line dancing, I'm talking languages. Uh, I love looking into where languages come from, why they're there, etc., etc. So I hope it's going to be as interesting for you as it is for me. I'm going totally off book today with something that I love. But I've got some cool facts in the process. Um, one thing that I've enjoyed really learning about in my university course is the, the origins of languages. Um, and I have a really cool picture actually that I'm going to share in the chat room and if you are in the chat room you'll be able to see this if not I'll just explain that that one of these this favorite picture that I love it's about the branches of languages and they stem off like a tree showing where they came from of course we know you have the Latin languages the Germanic languages we know all this but it talks about the branches that come from the Indo-European roots and how they go off to the U European uh, branches which is your Romance your Germanic uh, ultimately things like English, Spanish, Russian, German, Portuguese. Then you have your Indo-Iranian ones that branch off from these same roots. This goes up to languages and ends in um, ones such as Punjabi, Bengali, Hindi, um, also Persian. And uh, then you have uh, in a corner some very slightly different uh, Uralic languages, the Finnish and the Hungarian. And this is why actually things like Finnish and Hungarian are so difficult to us English speakers because it's such a different branch. It comes from such a different form of the roots. Now I'm going to talk a little bit more about this. We're going to talk languages and uh, I want to know uh, if you if you find any of this interesting or anything you want to add as we go along. So we're going to talk a little bit more about this. I'm going to share the picture in the chat room if you want to look at my little branches of the tree. Love this picture. And then uh, if you want to add anything else about you, please do. And as we're talking about me, 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 I want to play you one of my favorite songs. It's it's my birthday at the weekend, so this one's for me. I love a bit of Toby Keith, I do. Here he is. I want to talk about me. about your church and your head when it hurts we talk about the troubles you've been having with your brother about your daddy and your mother and your crazy ex-lover we talk about your friends and the places that you've been we talk about your skin and the dimples on your chin the polish on your toes and the run in your holes and god knows we're gonna talk about your clothes you know talking about you makes me smile but every once in a while i want to talk about me want to talk about i want to talk about number one oh my me my what I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see I like talking about you, 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 you believe But occasionally, I want to talk about me about your dreams and we talk about your schemes, your high school team and your moisturizer cream. We talk about your Nana up in Muncie, Indiana. We talk about your grandma down in Alabama. We talk about you guys of every shape and size, the ones that you despise and the ones you idolize. We talk about your heart, about your brains and your smarts and your medical charts and when you start. You know talking about you makes me grin. But every now and then, I want to talk about me, want to talk about I, want to talk about Number one, oh my, me, my, what I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 you should believe. 
you, you, you. I want to talk about me. I want to talk about me. want to talk about I. want to talk about number one. Oh, my, me, my. What I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 usually. But occasionally, I want to talk about me. I want to talk about me. That is an old favourite of mine. It is my dream to see Toby Keith live in concert. I never have, and I adore him. I just do. Uh, so we're talking language today. We're talking about me, 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 me. I'm going to come back in the chat room because I want to know about you, 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 you. Um, and I'm finding it so interesting. Thank you for sharing this with me. It's fantastic. Uh, let me see. I've got some more posts here just loading. Oh, here's one from Marion. Hi, Marion McDowell. How are you? She says, I was born in Scotland, but did my DNA and I'm um, doing my family tree. Ah, cool. Uh, I have Scottish, English, Irish, Welsh and Norwegian in my DNA. That's really interesting. See, these DNA tests are brilliant. Um, I was doing the same at the start of lockdown last year and it's just, it's enlightening. Um, Sandra Burns says, Hayley, if you're not talking line dancing, you're talking languages, Disney, food, chocolate, wine, traveling. Oh, Sandra, you know me so well. <laughs> You've got me summed up in that one comment. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Jean Robinson is here too. She says, I I was born in Derbyshire in of English parents. Uh, before I was married, I was Miss Wright. Oh, it's good to be right, never wrong. And then she says, then I became Mrs. Robinson, oh, like the Beatles song. <laughs> My in-laws are part Italian and English. That's really interesting. Thank you, Jean. Another really interesting uh, cultural profile there. Hi, Manfred. How are you? Fred's in the chat room, uh, our very own DJ. Lovely little wave from you. Uh, great to have you and Julie with us today. And uh, oh, here's a good one. This has made me giggle Suzanne. Suzanne Dingwall has said my maiden name was Mart so I was S Mart so it was smart I was smart. Um, she says now I'm a dingbat. <laughs> um, I mean Dingwall she says. That's fantastic. Very cool. That's a very cool fact. Uh, I'm learning so much about you all today. Absolutely loving it. Joan Order's got another comment here. Let me check this one out. My Scottish descendants, the McNeils of Barra, had a wee castle. Kissamall Castle on the Isle of Barra. Uh, my granddad was from Yorkshire. My grandmother Irish. I grew up in Newcastle and I remember inheriting a McNeil kilt. Oh, that's really, really cool um you know what that's one of the things about going up to the 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 castles as well um i'd really love to go to the kennedy one is it is it culloden oh, i can't i've forgotten the name of it uh on the spot but i'd love to go to the one the kennedys are from um, although my dad always tells me the story about when my granddad Kennedy went up and uh, he was really proud, you know, it's like, this is the Kennedy castle. And he says, hi, you know, uh, you know what? He says, I'm, I'm a Kennedy. <laughs> and the guy in the door said, you know what, mate, I wouldn't confess that because they were barbarians. <laughs> they, were, they were mean as anything. Don't, don't be admitting to it. Um, but yeah, the, the castles, the castle connection with the Scottish blood is so interesting. Uh, oh, Manfred, you've got one, a comment here at the bottom as well. I'm going to read this. Uh, he says, I was born in the Netherlands to a Dutch mom and a German 
dad this explains why you're German and your Dutch are so excellent Fred he says I'm German on paper but I've never lived there worked in Belgium and Germany for many years as a roofer before moving to Spain and meeting my English girl lol we know who that this is uh, Fred <laughs> and he says I speak of course Dutch German English and Flemish and now of course Spanish although that's not as fluent as it should be after 15 years because I use English too my daughter is an English teacher in Holland and she taught herself Japanese she finds languages easy too oh wow that's a great fact again Fred I've known you for for so long and uh, I'm finding out all these facts about you how interesting is that and of course Dutch German English and Flemish and Spanish that's a great collection of languages too so uh, as we investigate these languages more I, uh, I certainly hope that we are going to uh, find out a little bit more about where they come from, what they are. I'm going to talk about the world's most spoken languages. There's actually around 7,000 languages spoken in the world today, would you believe? Each and every one of them makes the world a diverse and beautiful place. Um, a lot of people as well believe that we should have a unified language. Uh, does anyone remember Esperanto, where they came together to invent this one language that should spread throughout the world, but it didn't work for so many reasons? I mean... Why would it work when, when we have so many beautiful languages that we can communicate in? You know, can't we just share these rather than have to invent a new one? Well, sadly, some of the languages in the world of these this 7,000 languages are less widely spoken than others. There's one language called Busu, for example, which is named after a language spoken by only eight people. Now, what do you think these languages are in the world? What do you think the most spoken languages are? Uh, if you think about it, you can probably guess. We have English at the top. Now, this, this kind of fluctuates with the second in line, which is Mandarin, um, because Mandarin is becoming more widely spoken. Uh, Hindi comes in a third. Fourth is Spanish. French comes in next. Fifth, then we have Arabic. Bengali, Russian, Portuguese, and Indonesian. And you have um, Germanic languages just bubbling underneath, and we're going to talk a little bit what more about why the Germanic languages are so important as we go along. But first of all, I'm going to hit down on the English language. The English language has at least uh, <clears throat> one... <laughs> I don't want, it has it has a lot of a lot of speakers. I, I'm looking at my research at this scribbled down. There's so many people who speak English, and of course, it's become kind of a lingua franca around the world. It's become the language of business, the language of science. Um, it has become the language to know, and it's also another reason. I mean, must we confess as English speakers, if your first language is English, do you kind of get thinking, well, you know, do we need to learn a different language? So many people speak English around the world, and so many people who perhaps speak two different languages uh, as their first languages can still come together and communicate in English. So we have got a heads up being English speakers indeed. Where does the language come from? Well, it's it's from the Germanic hub. It's a subfamily of the Indo-European. Um, it has, obviously, we know all these French influences, which we'll talk about, the Latin influences we'll talk about later on. But mainly, uh, originally, it's related to German, Dutch, and Frisian. Uh, fun fact, the English word goodbye was originally a contraction of God be with you. With uh, over 1.130... 1.130 million native speakers, English is the most spoken language in the world. It's also the official language of the sky. 
all pilots have to speak and identify themselves in English. So not just of science, media and all those things. Pilots. It is the most important language to them. And of course, a lot of people associate the English language with Shakespeare. Not only is Shakespeare widely considered as one of the greatest dramatists of all time, but over his lifespan, he added an incredible amount of 1,700 words to the English language by changing nouns into verbs, verbs into nouns, connecting some words with each other and adding prefixes or suffixes to other. What a claim to change the language by 1,700 words. This is why Shakespeare is so important in our English linguistic history. All right. So while we're talking about England, I, uh, I was thinking about some English roses. Certainly they're all growing out and about now. And uh, I wanted to slip this next dance track in. It is Rose Garden. It is a bit of Scoodalee.
So we are talking about the world's most spoken languages and who we are and who speaks them. I didn't need to ask how many of us speak English because if you're commenting in the chat room, chances are you speak English. Uh, But it's great to read all these comments indeed and I'm loving the comments popping up. Marion McDowell is saying, uh, by the way, Jonah, my cousins in Canada are McNeils. Uh, Joan is also talking about having relatives there too. Uh, Sinead is saying Scottish ancestry Gordon and Buchanan clans that's your clans and uh, of course I I had a total mind blank I couldn't remember the name of the Scottish castle uh, I was trying to think of Marion McDowell has really helped me out here thank you she says it's Culane Castle not far from me and it's the one that has the Kennedy connections that is definitely the one I was trying to think of in fact that's my dad who's popped in the chat room to say yep Marion that's the one not far from you I may call in one of these days I would love to come up and do that castle indeed I love castles actually it's just one thing I love doing I love when I go to a place checking out the castle really enjoy it some random Dutch geezer hmm who could you be talking about Julie (laughs) and she says my Spanish is okay but my French is superb (laughs) and Julie are we talking about uh, Francais or are we talking about the same type of French Sandra was on about earlier Um, I I like both languages (laughs) I do try my hand at both Uh, Ross Brown is saying a great fact here from Ross actually at the moment out for preserving languages or trying to preserve languages unfortunately it doesn't always exceed uh succeed and and ross is kind of pointing this out with this fantastic fact uh sad but fantastic so we're going to go on to our next most spoken language i speak a couple that's it um so uh this language is from the uh, sino-tibetan family uh it's related to cantonese tibetan and burmese um research suggests that you'll only need around 2500 characters to be able to read almost 98 percent of everyday written chinese in terms of native speakers alone mandarin chinese is by Taiwan and singapore and one of the six official languages of the united nations so it's not surprising that there are approximately 1.9 million native speakers worldwide. Uh, Mandarin is a tonal language, which means um, that the meaning of the word changes based on the way we pronounce it. Uh, I did find this interesting. Many years ago, I tried to learn a little bit of uh, Chinese, like the the ni hao, and uh, it was really difficult getting that lift of the lull of the voice, rising up at the end and and dropping it at the end. Very difficult. Um, With a set of about 50,000 characters, it's probably one of the most complex languages to learn, but don't worry, there are no verb conjugations, no tenses, and no gender-specific nouns either. Is this motivating enough to get you to learn Mandarin Chinese? Uh, But it's maybe why it is actually one of the most popular languages to learn today. I'd love to put it on my bucket list. I would to learn it one day. Seems very, very difficult. Um, One of the things I was quite excited to learn about um, when studying this year about all the different languages in China is the fact that although they all sound so different... Um, definitely to a Chinese ear. Actually, some of the characters, so many of the characters look the same. So you could pick up maybe a paper in Cantonese and uh, if you only read Mandarin, you could you could understand, you know, a lot of it because the characters cross over even though they're described differently. I found that 
totally fascinating. Absolutely love it. Uh, anyone have an urge to learn Chinese, Mandarin Chinese? Or would it be a different type of Chinese you would look at? Would you like to learn Cantonese just so you can order the best food possible from the local Cantonese restaurant? Uh, let me know if it is one of your languages. I'm just popping back into the chat room just to see how you're doing. Jim is saying, let me use one of my languages now. Oh, thank you, thank you ever so much for playing Scooter Lee. Um, I hope you're able to translate that. I totally understand what you mean, Jim. Um, I know how much you love Scooter Lee, so I'll always slip a track in for you. Don't you worry about that. Um, thanks for the French. Some uh, some great gifs popping up too. Uh, Ross Brown saying, why am I not surprised you like castles? Picture of the Disney castle there. Hey, Ross, you brought it up today. I didn't bring it up. <laughs> uh, Joe Nord is saying, my cousin has autism and he's brilliant at Chinese and it's writing. Fantastic. It's such a useful thing to learn. As I say, second most spoken language in the world. I'm going to play as a dance track now. This is choreographed by Kim Fundancer. And uh, I've, I've decided while doing this show and, and investigating a little bit more more about China, that I think this particular artist, Jem, um, and she is Chinese, she comes from Shanghai, is probably my favourite Chinese artist. I just love listening to her voice. Uh, have a listen to this. If you want to have a look at the dance, it's called Light Years Away. Shine. 
Oh, isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? All right, we're talking languages, the world's most spoken languages. I'm just going to check back in the chat room here. Lovely comment from Jean Robinson. She says, I only speak English, French, and a little bit of German. But when my late husband and I went abroad for holidays, we always learned a few words of that language. With a please and thank you in that language, we were treated like royalty for trying. What a great point, Jean. Um, I, I absolutely agree with that. I always remember when I went on honeymoon to Italy many years ago, we were in quite a secluded little hotel uh, outside of Venice and I thought I was pretty confident in the fact that I could probably muster by with a little bit of Spanish knowledge and a little bit of English knowledge uh, we would be fine because most people speak English right um, so I tried on the menu to pick out things that looked familiar in a bit of Latin language and I ended up with a pizza with um, half a like kind of live octopus on the top of the pizza and I didn't eat it it just wasn't to my liking and that was my fault I didn't learn enough about the language to be able to muster by last time I went to Italy I spent a couple of weeks just drumming up on the basics and you're right Jane it made a difference it really did and it's very polite very respectful so I totally totally uh go with your comment there absolutely um very, very tricky, as I said, you know, does anyone relate to that, to the fact, you know, because we're quite l lucky if we speak English, do we kind of just think, do you know what, I'm fine, I'm good with this, of course, of course that's quite natural that we would think that, it's the world's most spoken language, uh, if you speak it naturally, do you need to learn a l another language, really, uh, that is that is one of the questions that can be posed on our lips. Uh, Andika Jordan is saying, that was a beautiful song, by the way. She says, I only sing some words Chinese, but I have learned to dance with the Chinese fun. Ah, very cool. Uh, Chinese sounds a really good language when you hear it being spoken. Very, very uh, clever. I definitely am putting it on my bucket list to learn China <laughs> one day after I finish my degree. I say that all the time. My second language was German. I wish I could remember more of it. It's, it's on my to-do list for sure. We're going to skip over. I'm going to talk about the third most spoken language in the world. This is Hindi. Uh, it comes from a subfamily of Indo-European and it's related to Bengali, Punjabi, uh, Marathi, Kashmiri, Nepali. Um, and a fun fact here, if you are an English speaker, you probably do know some Hindi. Yeah, there are some words that we have in our language that are Hindi words. So if you haven't immediately said, hey, I speak Hindi in the chat room, well, you may, after I tell you these words, you may be familiar with. So words like guru, jungle, karma, yoga, bungalow, cheetah, and avatar. Do these ring a bell? Of course, these words and many more have been borrowed from Hindi. There are about 615 million native Hindi speakers, which makes it the third most spoken language in the world, the official language of India, and is also spoken in countries such as Nepal, Fiji, Mauritius, and Guyana. Hindi is highly influenced by Sanskrit and named after the Persian word Hind, which quite literally means land of the Indus River. Yeah, so there we go. I'm sure we know some Hindi guys. Uh, certainly, I'm familiar with yoga. And, uh, you know, at the end of yoga, we always have the namaste too. And karma, that's one we always use, which has brought me to this next track. I'm going to play you this one. This is a Barry Durand dance uh, choreographed by him in the USA. It's Alicia Keys. And again, I do like a bit of Alicia Keys. So I'm spoiling myself for my birthday week. And this dance is called Karma-stition. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Karmastician, choreographed by Barry Durand from the USA. And that was Alicia Keys with the song Karma. Karma, a word we now know, comes from the Hindi language. Oh, some great comments coming into the chat room here. I'm really enjoying learning about you guys today. Thank you for all these awesome comments. Uh, let me see where to start. Daniel Dykeman says, Hey, Haley, I was born in Turnout and live there now, the Flemish part of Belgium. Our name is original from the Netherlands. Dyke means dyke, meaning uh, protecting lands against sea floods. A man who surveillance over the sea. Awesome. My parents are both Belgians. My wife, Helene, is half Italian, half Belgian. Our children are therefore a quarter Italian. Fantastic. Uh, he says, I'm so bad with languages. Uh, when my family uh, in-laws are in the house, they speak French, Italian and Dutch. And I understand a little uh, but speaking, I can't try. I, I can't, he says, but I try. Very understandable, Daniel. Um, of course, this is one thing, again, I've learned in my studies studying language, that the understanding part always comes first. Uh, I would beat myself up quite a lot. Again, uh, when I hear German, I understand so much of it. But when it comes to speaking, oh, I'm lost for words. I'm tongue-tied. But that is a normal part. If you're understanding it, it's very good. It means that you're well on your way to speaking it much better. So uh, keep on with it. You, you're doing absolutely great. Um, and your English, of course, is fantastic, Daniel. So uh, well done. Uh, Jean Robinson is saying, my grandkids are six and seven and are learning Spanish and French, but also Makaton science language and that's fantastic uh, I think it's such a good thing if uh, you can learn Makaton nowadays Anybody in the house ever see Mr. Tumble on CBeebies uh, where he teaches it? Um, my kids loved it when they were little and now my daughter who's 14, she really enjoys learning sign language in her own time. Now uh, uh, I have a little fact coming up later in the show about sign language too. It is a very important language. Let's not forget sign language is, is a very important language. Um, I'm hoping I'll fit these facts in later. David Thomas is here. He says, I'm a Highlander born and raised to an English father, a Scouser. They left Liverpool when he was young, a young teen, yet never lost the accent and a Scottish mother. I've dabbled with the family tree maternal side back to 1835 so far in Ireland via Wales. So interesting. That is very, very cool, David. Um, yeah, again, uh, uh, English father, Scottish mother. Again, back to front from me. Very interesting profile. Thanks. Thanks for that, David. Uh, Suzanne Dingwall says, what about kazoo? If so, Willie knows the kazoo language. Very interesting. Uh, Willie is saying in the chat room, I'm not entirely fluent, but learning it every day. I'm sure there's a story behind this somewhere. Uh, Marion McDowell is saying, my French and Spanish is okay. Learning Spanish at college wasn't so bad because I did Latin at school. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, she says, did German at school too, but not very great at it. I'm trying to learn some Italian because my friend's married to an Italian and they live in Germany. Also, very, very cool language profile you have there, Marion. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that with us. Ross Brown, this is a good comment. I speak the language of line dance. I still love watching dance videos from other countries. The instructor calling out the steps in their native language, but not all steps translate because we get the occasional sailor step thrown in. Indeed we do, Ross, and uh, so many of those words are the same in every other language. Uh, David Thomas is saying, I worked with an Italian. She taught me just about every obscenity and insult the language has. Um, he says, funny enough, it's not yet proved useful. <laughs> great, great facts there. Um, I'm loving learning all about all of this about you. 
let me see. Marion was saying I'm still waiting for her to sing Very Superstitious. Yes, that's that's it, the mix of the two, but she, she didn't seem to get that out, did she, Marion? Willie Brown is saying I know a tiny little bit of French, Spanish, German, Italian, and Catalan, uh, and some individual Korean words. Uh, great. You know, Catalan is such such a beautiful language. Um, and indeed, I bet you've learned some from Ariana, who who I've read a few of her posts and tried to learn some from her. But I'm just, I am just, just rubbish at it. It's quite difficult, uh, even if you speak a little bit of the Latin languages. Uh, Dave Morgan, he says, "Good morning, Haley. I was born in Pontefract, West Yorkshire, uh, where Pontefract cakes come from." Also home to the Haribo factory. Of course, I will say Pontefract is one of the best places in Yorkshire because it was the place I gave birth to my son. He is a Pontefract lad too. And I didn't know you were, Dave. What a great fact. Both English parents, but my granddad was born in Wales. So you have that Welsh side there. He was an orphan, so we don't know much about his heritage. But I know bits of French, German and Welsh, but by no means fluent. Great to know that though. And actually, uh, I, I really love talking about the Welsh language. I know we've crossed it on past shows, but it is much, much older than the English language. It was here a long time before English was. Um, and it's very, very important to keep that Welsh heritage because, you know, only a century ago, 98% of the people living in Wales knew Welsh. And now that number has dropped dramatically to native speakers actually being less than 10%. So uh, that Welsh language definitely needs preserving. Indeed, it is very important. Suzanne Dingwall says, Hayley Wheatley, you didn't hear Willie Brown with the kazoo. You don't know what you've missed. I am going to have to catch up on that show. Definitely. It sounds so interesting. The kazoo language. Definitely. This could be a sub-line dance language, couldn't it? If we all speak kazoo. Uh, Judith Kennedy has checked, checked in the chat room. This is, this is my mum here. She says, when, you, when your dad and I were in Germany many years ago, we met a German lady who didn't speak English and we didn't speak German, but we could all speak a little French. So we managed to communicate uh, très bien in French. Great, great fact that. And it is a little bit like I was saying before, um, with English becoming a lingua franca as well. I very much heard... Um, other people from other languages say if somebody speaks perhaps Finnish and somebody else speaks um, something that's quite different, see Mandarin Chinese, they both communicate in, in English, uh, which is very, very cool. And uh, I can see from that particular experience, mum, you had a lingua franca uh, in the fact it was French. French was your lingua franca. Fantastic. Um, Ross Brown is saying, my two-year-old nephew does some sign language. Fantastic. Uh, he does simple actions to express how he feels. It's very helpful and clear. And he's now starting to speak to finally managed to get him to say Ross when I wasn't in the room. <laughs> it's really good actually. There has been some research to say that children can pick up sign language before they pick up words and uh, linguistic fluency in, in, in certain languages. They can speak that. I think it's fantastic that they can learn that very early. So, you know, kudos um, to to um, your sister or sister-in-law or whoever or brother, whoever is teaching your nephew, Ross, um, because they're giving them such a great foundation in life to be able to teach them that language. Um, indeed, he's, he's multilingual at two. 
what an achievement awesome all right we're going to come next to of course my favorite spanish uh with over 534 million speakers it hits number four in the world's most spoken languages it is a romance language language a sub family of the indo-european we know it comes from latin and is related to french italian portuguese and romanian did you know the first modern novel and the second most translated book after the Bible was written in Spanish? It was. It's the novel Don Quixote by Miguel de Cervantes. Uh, of course it is. And uh, 22 countries over four continents have Spanish as the or one of the official languages. And it's already the second most studied language in the world. And can you believe that within three generations, they believe 10% of the world's population will be able to communicate in Spanish. And this is great news for native English speakers because it is one of the easiest languages to learn. Um, research suggests that experts say it takes only 22 to 24 weeks to reach what's called general professional proficiency. This kind, of, this fact kind of stumps me because I've been learning on and off for a few years and it's, it's the only one that I can understand most of when I hear it fluently. Um, and now I'm learning that it, it's so easy to learn that some people can do it in 24 weeks. Yeah, not so great, Haley. but uh, if you want to pick up a language, go for Spanish. Uh, for this reason, it's quite easy for us to learn. Um, and so many of the words, actually, as we talk about it, are similar in English. So many of them are really easy to understand once you, once you kind of get into it. So, you know, pick it up, pick it up. Um, okay, I'm going to go and play a Latin bass track next. This was a newish one I found, choreographed by Will Boss. Uh, it's called Fico Amor, and uh, to translate this, it means fierce love. Yeah, great track. Have a listen. Se pegar, te abraçar e te cheio de beijos 
Só não é bom quando você diz que vai embora Oi, balança! Só escudo chiado da chinela, oi! Friday nights. All right, guys, we are talking about mixes of languages, mixes of cultural profiles, who we are, and the top most spoken languages in the world. Angela Driver, this is a great fact. She says, uh, me, she says, English mother, Irish father, Scottish grandfather, and I was born in Newcastle upon Tyne. What a mixture. Ah, sounds like a fab mixture to me, Angela. Uh, <laughs> there's a few of us that, what, what is a nice way to say we're all mongrels? <laughs> we kind of mix mixed bags, but it makes us interesting. It's our cultural profile. Of it. It's what makes us who we are. And a great gif in the chat room here from David Thomas too. Um, it's, uh, it's the one where Phoebe is teaching Joey French. She gets so frustrated. I love this episode. Je m'appelle, she says, and he says, ma poupou. <laughs> it's a great, great episode. Catch it. And it's just perfectly timed because we're going to go on to the fifth most spoken language in the world, which is French. We know it's a Romance language, very closely related to Spanish, Italian, Portuguese, and Romanian. And uh, fun fact is, about 45% of modern English words are French origin. Yes, indeed. In fact, did you know it was once the official language in England? French was, yep. Uh, you probably, if you know your history, know what period this is from, back from the, uh, the times of... Um, uh, the, the, the Battle of Hastings uh, from there onwards and certainly for a long time after some of the legal documents still had to be written in French uh, until quite recently. Uh, in spite of what Hollywood movies might tell you, the language of love doesn't solely exist on moonlit walks in Paris. Spoken across different parts of the world, you can think of everywhere from the rest of France and parts of Canada to a handful of African countries including Senegal and Madagascar. 
the French language has spread its roots far and wide. And uh, as we say, also in our history, in our English history, again, we talked about all the Hindi words we use. There's a lot of French French words that we use, uh, even things that are as clear, such as déjà vu to ones, such as concierge, that perhaps you don't always think of as being French. Mm, I love it. And uh, I'm going to cue another song here. This one is French Toast by a bevy of wonderful French choreographers, uh, Romain Brasme, Laura Bartolome, Amanda Rizzello, Guillaume Richard. Here we are. This is Floyd Wonder. French Toast. I'm at the Vatican drinking with the Pope. I'm out in Paris getting French toast. Tokyo sake sipping in the robe. Yo, Japan, don't my open got toe. Oh. talking languages and I'm popping back into the chat room here that last one was French toast because we were talking about the French language Sarah Jalkinen is saying I only speak Finnish fluently but I'm very good at it I'm told I'm proud though that I understand quite a bit of English and Scottish and Irish Swedish Norwegian German and a tiny bit of French and Spanish I'm going to contest this now I'm going to contest your comment here Sarah do you know what the definition of fluency is in a language it's able to express oneself easy easily and articulately 
uh, including on some technical subjects, and also to do it smoothly, gracefully, and effortlessly. Now, I have spoke to you in English, Sarah, and I know you do all of the above, so I would definitely say you're quite fluent in English too, indeed. And uh, as we're going down, great gif there, Jim, made me giggle. Uh, Joan Order saying, I did Spanish in school, but forgot most of what I learned. I think it's so easy to forget it. If you if you don't use it, you lose it. Am I right, Joan? Uh, Ross Brown, I was waiting for someone to say it. He says, was that jambalaya in a different language? Uh, yep. <laughs> Willie Brown is saying, Ross, I was singing along anyway. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, great gif here from David Thomas. <laughs> you speak as a French to me. And uh, William Brown is saying... Battle of Hastings was 1066. Indeed it was. I remember that from school. And he says, pure co coincidence, of course, that it involved a William. Ah, so when they spoke about William the Conqueror, Willie, I always thought they were talking about you and conquering with your radio show. You mean that's a different William? Indeed. <laughs> Great gifs there coming up from David too. Um, <laughs> flirting in French. Of course, French is the language of love, isn't it? Isn't it supposed to sound romantic? Does it sound lovely? I try to talk to my kids in French and Spanish in the house and they say I sound terrible. Um, apart from my son, who, who is very good at French actually himself. Of course, because as we said, he's a Pontifact lad and uh, they know everything. Am I right, Dave Morgan? They're the best of the best. So let's go to the next most spoken languages. Uh, we have Arabic as number six. Uh, now, this is Semitic. It's a subfamily of Afro-Asiatic and it's related to Hebrew and Aramaic. Uh, here's a fun fact. Arabic has at least 11 words for love each one of them expressing a different stage in the process of falling in love. Isn't that nice? Isn't that a reason to start learning Arabic? With over 295 million native speakers, Arabic is the sixth most spoken language in the world and is only one of our top 12, the only one here in our top 12 that is written from right to left. So many of us will think of this being backwards, writing backwards. Um, it has also heaven, heavily influenced European languages like Spanish and Portuguese and some words will sound exactly the same. It's also left its mark on the English language too. Um, so talking about just one word for love and I loved it it brought me back to a memory of this particular dance this is a dance choreographed by Kim Ray it's called One Word beautiful track beautiful choreography this one One word That's all you said Something in your voice caused me to turn my head Your smile just captured me And you were in my future, far as I could see And I don't know how it happened, but it happened still you ask me if I love you, if I always will Well, you had me from hello And I felt love start to grow The moment that I looked into your eyes You want me, it was over from the start You completely stole my heart 
now he won't let go I never even had a chance you know you had me from hello Inside, I built a wall So high around my heart I thought I'd never fall One touch You brought it down The bricks of my defenses Scattered on the ground And I swore to me Let someone in But you had me from hello And I felt love start to grow The moment that I looked into your eyes You won't be It was over from the start You completely stole my heart And now you won't let go Never even had a chance, you know You had me from hello That's all you said Something in your voice called me Turned my head You had me from hello You had me from hello
Teardrops I see welling in your eyes But don't worry, you'll be fine If you'll just keep in mind All you really need is love Yeah, I'm sure I'm telling you Something you already knew All you really need is love Oh, a couple back-to-back tracks there as we were talking love in the chat room and all those Arabic words that you can get for love. Do we do we need just one word in English when there's so many different phases of love? All right, we're talking languages. I'm going to jump in the chat room just before we go on to our next lot of facts. Uh, Willie Brown is saying, I love listening to French. J'adore. And Andika Jordan is saying, in Switzerland, there are four official languages. Most of Swiss people speak at least two of them. That's very cool, of course and a lot even three all young people uh, learn english at school too my children have learned three of them german french and italian and they had uh, half of their classes in english at high school and they seek their mother tongue hungarian that's fantastic uh, what what talented children i love it i wish more english children would uh, would be a little bit bilingual like that because i think i think there is a little bit of a tendency to not concentrate on it, as I said before, with having English as a, as a lingua franca around the world. Um, this is a great comment here from Jim. He says, it is a problem at times, but there is no official language in the United States. Um, I'm hoping I get time for my facts at the end of the show, but this was one of the facts I had, Jim. It's so interesting. There's actually a movement in the United States, the English-only movement, hoping to limit Spanish speaking in the United States. And I found it very interesting. I had to study this and I won't go deeply into it, but a lot of the people that don't want Spanish to be one of their the, the native languages are many who have Spanish as their first language because they believe it's helped them so much to be able to progress into the English language. It's a lot of the really academic Spanish speakers that are for this English only um, organization really interesting. Um, I don't understand why they haven't really made it in uh, the official language, but yep, uh, United States, it has no official language. How crazy is this? Uh, I was talking about uh, Pontifrac lads being the best. Dave Morgan agrees. Yes, we are. Of course, we're both slightly biased on that front. Uh, my son's a Pontifrac lad too. And uh, great, great comments. Joan saying she loves this track. And uh, here's a really interesting comment from Andika. She too. I dance, belly dance since I was 20 years because I wanted to understand the music. And uh, Andika says she's learned some Arabic too. How cool is that? Right, I'm going to go into the next few languages. I have 12 top ones. I'm going to squeeze them all in. Um, so number seven is Bengali. Uh, this is, again, a subfamily of Indo- Indo-European language related to Hindu, Punjabi, uh, Nepali, uh, all those ones that uh, Hindi was related to. And while the Bengali script is relatively unknown in the West, it's actually the fifth most widely used 
writing system in the whole world. Bengali, known to many English speakers around the world as Bangla, is mostly spoken in Bangladesh and India and is considered by some to be the second most beautiful language in the world after French. With around 205 million native speakers, it is the seventh most spoken language in the world and the Bengali alphabet is particularly interesting. Every consonant has a vowel built in, which is quite unusual for us Westerners to get used to. It gets even better. Different marks around it change the default vowel sound of the word and therefore also the meaning. We're going to go on to number eight. This is Russian. This has over 258 million speakers. Uh, it's related to the East Slavic family, which is again a subfamily of the Indo-European. Uh, it's related to Ukrainian and Belarusian. The fun fact here is that due to Russia's presence in space technology, and this is something I only learned, learned yesterday or the, well, the day before researching this, it is a requirement for foreign astronauts to know a certain amount of Russian. Wow, as well as if astrophysics isn't difficult enough and becoming an astronaut wasn't difficult enough, they have to learn Russian too. Uh, great fact though, and one of the most spread out languages is Russian, with around 155 million native speakers living across the world. It's the eighth most spoken language in the world. Um, while Russian grammar is renowned to be very tricky, Russian has actually only about 200,000 words, uh, which we can compare to English, which has roughly about 1 million, which is why most of them have more than one meaning. Russian generally doesn't have this, this cross meaning. Let's go next to Portuguese, which is number nine on the list. This is a Romance language. Again, it's related, of course, to Spanish, French, Italian and Romanian. Until recently, the letters K, W and Y were not part of the Portuguese alphabet. In 2009, a new agreement was signed to standardize spelling forms across different variations. Portuguese is rooted in the region of medieval Galicia, which was partly in the north of Portugal and partly in the northwest of Spain but only 5% of the 215 million native Portuguese speakers actually live in Portugal. You probably know that it's the uh, official language uh, of Brazil. Um, there's so, so many speakers of it in Brazil, but it also has the sole official status in Angola, Mozambique, Guinea-Bissau, East Timor, Equatorial Guinea, Macau, Cape Verde, uh, Sao Tome and Principe. So there we are, all spread out around the world, all these Portuguese speakers, which gives it that status of ninth in the world. Let's go to 10th which is Indonesian. It has over 199 million speakers, uh, a little bit different from some of the ones we've looked at today. Its language family is the Austronesian language family, and uh, it's related to Malay, Javanese, Sundanese, uh, and Madaris, etc., etc. Along with Malay, the fun fact here is that it's up there with the most polite languages in the world's eastern region. Uh, a standardized version of Malay and Austronesian languages the, uh, the official language of Malaysia. Um, Indonesian is a great example of a widely spoken language that encompasses a number of distinct dialects across Indonesia. And despite Western preconceptions, with a simple structure and easy pronunci pronunciation uh, in its favor, Indonesian is actually surprisingly easy to learn. Um, and I, I have heard a little bit about this, I think in one of the online videos, um, was it Roy Hadisborough who was talking about 
um, learning to speak Indonesian and how he felt it wasn't too too tough to learn. And of course, we've also learned that we know a lot of words uh, from this language too. Uh, we've gone over in the past some of the phrases that have sneaked into our English language from Indonesia. Very interesting. I'm going to play you a nice song next. This is We Are The World. It seemed appropriate as we're talking about languages around the world, but also it's choreographed by a big host of lots of different Indonesian choreographers. Uh, great, great, this one. Enjoy. Make a brighter day, so let's start giving 
are the world. And Joan Order saying in the chat room, I love this track. I do too, Joan. <laughs> Jim is saying, uh, he, he gave away one of my facts. He says, this is how Ross Brown must feel when you give away, when you play one of his songs. No, indeed. I don't know if I'm going to get all my facts in, actually. Uh, I chat away and then uh, I plan so much and I run out of time. So I'm going to go on quickly to my 11th and 12th most spoken languages, play you the next track, and then see how many facts I can fit in before it's time to hand you over to Mr. Ross Brown. Uh, okay, number 11 is Urdu. Urdu is the 11th most spoken language. Uh, it's related to Hindi, Bengali, uh, Nepali, all those types of languages. Uh, fun fact, Hindi and Urdu speakers can have a simple conversation just fine, provided that we keep things relatively simple. So they are very similar in that sense. The lingua franca of Pakistan is very close to Hindi. Uh, Urdu has crept up on the most spoken languages list only in the last couple of years or so. Dubbed by some as the language of love for its intriguing sounding and beautiful words, the French language uh, and the Arabic, in fact, may have some competition on their hands. Uh, number 12, my second language and one that I have a soft spot for, even though I don't remember some of the words words, it is German. It has over 132 million speakers and it's, of course, of that uh, West Germanic Indo-European family. And it's related to English, Frisian and Dutch. German is known for its seemingly endless sentences. Uh, it's often referred to as the language of writers and thinkers. German has just over 100 million native speakers and just oh, uh, under 32 million non-native speakers worldwide. And it's the most spoken language in the European Union. It's also an official language, uh, apart from being of Germany, of Austria, Liechtenstein, Switzerland and Luxembourg, uh, which is not least because of its ability to create completely new and super specific words. And it's probably why it is so po poetic. Um, if you take one word such as maybe schadenfreude, uh, for example, it literally means damage happiness and it's used to describe the happiness or entertainment derived um, from, from obviously causing someone else's misfortune. But those two words blended together shows just how diverse this language is, how poetic and how actually beautiful the German language is too. Uh, talking about poetry, I wanted to play this track next. This of course is a Masters in Line choreography, it's Poetry in Motion. Pick up lines, you're pretty 
track marion mcdowell is saying one of my all-time favorites welcome to the house nikki napier she is here with us and of course we'll be hosting her show very shortly as soon as ross finishes we'll have nikki with us today and sarah jalkinen is saying we also have a word for schadenfreude in finnish uh useful uh, i would ask you what it is sarah but i wouldn't be able to pronounce it i'm pretty sure um a few facts i'm going to squeeze as many in as i can here in our last 10 minutes of the show uh let me see we know there are over 7,000 languages or around that in the world there are over 200 fake languages which have been created for various films such as 12 invented for lord of the rings or, or perhaps we have quite a few uh, invented for Klingon, Klingon, such as Klingon for Star Trek. Um, did you know in German, Rice Krispies, we know here in the UK, are we used to them going snap, crackle, pop? In Germany, they go knisper, knasper, knusper. The most widely translated books after the Bible are The Little Prince and Pinocchio. And Khmer, spoken in Cambodia, has the largest alphabet with 74 letters in it. Oh, I wouldn't like to be at school learning those. Uh, The first printed book was the Gutenberg Bible, written in German, and the most linguistically diverse country in the world is Papua New Guinea, where around 840 languages are spoken. Of course, we know about 50% of English words come from French. I'm going to have a few more facts coming up in just a second. I'm going to squeeze this one in. We speak no Americano.
show and I'm going to squeeze in as many facts into two minutes about languages as I can get in. I have about a hundred facts left so I won't get them all in um, but then I'm going to leave you with one track and Ross Brown will be here with you at 12 to carry you through. Don't forget there's some amazing shows coming up today, all those ones I mentioned earlier so stay tuned. All right here we go, some facts. Greek and traditional Chinese are the oldest written languages still in use today. Ah, here is my sign language factor. This one's for Eugene Robinson. People using sign language apparently also still have accents. How cool is that? Only 5% of all Portuguese speakers live in Portugal. The majority live in Brazil. Uh, you, If you need to get cash out in the Vatican, you can use a cash machine in Latin. German is the most spoken mother tongue in Europe. Twitter's top three languages are English, Spanish, and Japanese. Um, over half the population is bilingual. There are now more Spanish speakers in the US than there are in uh, Spanish speakers in Spain. Then there are people in Spain, would you believe? Wow, that's a good one. Um, let me see what else we've got here. There are 46 different alphabets used in the world. 80% of African languages have no written form. The Pope tweets in nine languages. Welsh is also spoken in the Patagonia region of Argentina. Uh, did you know that in China, uh, instead of dogs going woof woof, they go wang wang. Uh, in Spanish, they go gao gao. And in Swedish, or how how I should say, they go vof vof. Uh, there are 50,000 characters in Chinese language, but you only need 2,000 of them to read a newspaper. And uh, I am going to have to leave it there because I've ran out of time. But I hope you've enjoyed the facts for today. Remember, I'll be back this time next week. Have a fantastic St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to leave you. My last fact was just about aloha in Hawaii, but that'll have to wait for another week. But all the same, I want to leave you with a little bit of Elvis Presley. And this is Blue Hawaii. Thanks again. Have a great day, everyone. Great St. Patrick's Day, and I'll speak to you soon. Night and you and blue Hawaii. The night is here. 
And you are heaven to me Lovely you And blue Hawaii With all this loveliness That should be Aloha, it doesn't just mean hello or goodbye, it's an essence of love, peace and compassion. You can use it to show mutual understanding, respect, with different classes in Hawaii. Living in harmony with the people and the land around you is aloha, with mercy, sympathy, grace and kindness. It's a beautiful word, it means so much, and it's proof that one word in one language can just mean everything. If you're in the chat room, thanks again. And don't forget to look at Daniel Dykeman's comment. It's so funny. Love you guys. Bye. Days at 9.30pm UK time, it's time to carry on up the line with Dave Morgan. Yes! It's the show where it all goes on. Get on Dave's poll or matron for the top 20 teach of the week and special guest appearances only on Line Dancer Radio. Oh, you such a face!